Hey, it looks like we are actually on air right now. Very good. All right. Welcome, everybody, to this newest edition of the Brick Cave Podcast. My name is Bob Nelson, and I am your host for tonight's podcast. Uh, normally, our podcasts have sort of a mix of uh, a couple of our authors. Um, tonight, though, it is just me, so you're getting a little bit from me. So if you would like... Certainly feel free to um, join us in the Podbean Live app. So if you go to BrickCaveMedia.com, check the calendar for this event right now. That'll take you a link to our live link or live page, what have you. And from there, you can download the Podbean app. I think you can also chat with us there too. So if you want to chat with us, you can certainly do that. So feel free to feel free to ask a question or do what you want to do or, you know, just, just check in. Let me know somebody's out there listening tonight to, to, to this particular episode of the Brick Cave podcast. So the Brick Cave podcast is brought to you by the BC book club, which is Brick Cave media's community portal for readers that love Brick Cave books and authors. You can join today and be a part of the Brick Cave story at bcbookclub.com. Easy enough. So what do I want to talk about? It's actually been a while since I've done my own show. Um, I know we did some great shows with Bruce and Sharon and some great shows with uh, Bill and Patrick. Uh, the last week's show with Bill and Patrick uh, was hilarious. And we'll get that edited and put out here probably this weekend along with this recording. Um, but we're going to talk about a few things. We're going to talk a little bit about 2020. So we're going to talk a little bit about how the, how uh, Brick Cave fared for 2020. We're going to talk a little bit about audiobooks because we got a lot going on in the audiobook area. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to make sure that uh, that we cover that. We're going to talk about the new releases. So we're going to talk about what's on the horizon for us, some of the things that you can look forward to from some of our authors. We're going to talk about the BC Book Club. We're going to talk about our fictioneers. So one of the things that I kind of want to do with this podcast is kind of update you on some of the areas of Brick Cave that don't get a lot of attention. You know, either because we're just busy doing other stuff or what have you. but. Um, there are a lot of elements to what we do. So I thought it would be kind of cool to update you on, uh, or, or at least tell you about, share with you a couple of those elements. And one of those is um, the Fictioneers part of our site. And then I'll talk real quick about, about um, Gordon, Gardens. I call them Gardens. I don't know if that's actually quite the right pronunciation, but um, but that's kind of our, our gift card or, or our, coupon gift card, I guess is a better word for it as you will. So talk a little bit about that just to make sure that you know that they exist. As always, I, we would love, I would love to hear from you. So if there's something that you want us to talk about here on the Brick Cave podcast, whether it's me, whether it's Bruce and Sharon, whether it's Joe and, or yeah, Joe, <laughs> if you want Joe to do a podcast, let me know. Um, whether it's uh, Patrick or Bill, or if you do want Joe to come in and do a podcast, I could probably sweet talk him a little bit and get him to come in and do that. So just uh, send us an email. You can send it to podcast at brickcavemedia.com. Make your request and we will make sure to do what we can to make that request a reality if it's possible to do that. All right. So I do want to quick uh, touch on some of the events that are coming up. Some of these events and, and some of these events are going to play into some of the discussion that I have a little bit with uh, in terms of upcoming books. But um, next week is Bruce and Sharon's podcast. So I'm going to try and get this 
particular recording out this weekend so that if you do our if you do if you're that kind of person that like catches up four or five episodes at a time um just know a week from tonight so the 21st of january 2021 is the bruce and sharon edition of the brick cave podcast for january uh i love how they're just different like you know bill and patrick are bill and patrick and sharon and bruce are Sharon and Bruce, and then I've got to kind of come in the middle somewhere, I guess. There you go. All right. Uh, we are going to do a special webcast. This is actually kind of fun. So uh, we talked about this. One of the upcoming titles that we're going to release is uh, The Warden's Legacy. And one of the things that you and I talked about was actually having some readers read the book ahead of time before release and then bringing them together to talk about the book and you know, what they like about it and, and what's exciting and what people should look forward to in the book, that kind of thing. Um, and we're actually going to get that scheduled. So look for that. It's not on the calendar yet, at least not as of today, the 14th of January. Um, but look for that to get on the calendar. That'll be an RSVP event. So we'll ask you to RSVP. It won't cost you anything. Um, but we'll get you we'll get you a chance to, to learn more about this next upcoming book from J.A. Junta, which I'm going to talk about when I get to the upcoming releases. So um, it'll be well worth your time to be on that podcast, that, um, audio trans thing, if you will. So let's talk about 2020. So 2020 was obviously, you know, I'm, I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about 2020, except how 2020 relates to Brick Cave and Brick Cave actually had a very successful, uh, 2020. So even, even, pre-pandemic, if you will. So going back into January and February of last year, we actually were having a very good January and a very good February of last year um, before the term, you know, before the conditions of the pandemic set in and, and that started to change everybody's behavior. But we were, we were excited. We were looking forward to event season, which hadn't quite kicked off when, um, when everything got locked down. So we were a little nervous when everything got locked down because we, you know, normally events are, our good 75, 80% of the money that we take in every year. That's where our sales come from. So we were, you know, understandably nervous. And um, we actually lost um, the first event of the year. We actually lost that due to weather. And so we were a little bit concerned, I think is a fair, freaked out maybe might be a more accurate uh, description, but we were a little worried going into festival season. Um, and then as soon as everything got locked down, we, you know, you, you reach that point where you don't panic anymore. You're like, okay, this is the reality and I just got to deal with it. And how am I going to deal with it? So, um, so we did, we dealt with it. And thankfully, um, thankfully because of a lot of you guys, we were able to handle it very, very well. So Brick Cave last year had its best year ever, uh, in terms of sales. And, you know, obviously you can say, well, you know, obviously everybody needs something to read because they were home a lot. Um, but I think, you know, we had a bit of a change of philosophy during the course of the year. So, you know, the pandemic, of course, made it impossible for us to do in-person events to sell books. So we really thought about how do we generate revenue? How do we sell books and make money? And so we changed our entire our entire focus, if you will. Um, and it looks like 2021, it does not look like we're going to see a lot of events this year, at least in terms of our normal festival circuit. So, you know, we've pivoted and I don't know if in 2022, how much of our, how much of that event sort of participation you'll see from us that we had done in years prior. So, but 
back to 2020, we had a very successful year. It was we uh, more books than we'd ever sold before. Most importantly, we hit a milestone in November that we had been working towards since we started publishing books, which was selling our 10,000th book. And that was kind of a, a special moment. And, you know, I, here's the thing, right? 10,000 is not a lot of books. It, it isn't in the publishing industry. Um, you've got to sell a lot more books than 10,000 to really be successful. But, but it was a mental goal for us. It was sort of a, for me, really, uh, more than anything, sort of a, is this really worth doing kind of, kind of goal. And, um, we hit it pretty easily, actually, I would say once things kind of settled a little bit. And so we did a fantastic event in December to celebrate that. Um, and I really want to do a shout out to all of our authors because, you know, our authors stepped up and, and were a part of that event and made that event a lot of fun. And, um, you know, we had no idea how that event was going to play out and, uh, it played out super well. And so I'm very excited to, um, who's calling me right now? I'm doing my podcast. Don't call me. Um, so super excited to be able to, to, uh, (laughs) reach that goal and then celebrate that goal with the people that made that goal possible. So um, thank you to all of the Brick Cave authors uh, for being a part of that event. We did capture the video from that event. It was a virtual event, by the way. Um, We did capture the video from it. We're kind of editing it out into segments uh, because we celebrated each year of our first 10 years. And we talked to each author that had released a book in within that year. So we've got kind of these little segments, if you will, these 10 year segments that we want to kind of, you know, clip off and make available. So look for those segments to be coming out on the Brick Cave YouTube page, which is youtube.com slash user slash Brick Cave Media. Um, fairly soon. So we'll get that done for you. So what else? What else happened in 2020? So what were the best, what were the most popular books in 2020? So we had this fantastic year. We sold a lot of books. But what were the top 10 books that we sold in 2020? So I'm going to run down, starting with number 10, and then kind of work my way down to number one and talk a little bit about each one, because, you know, each one of them um, fulfilled a a specific mission, if you will, within the context of 2020. So coming in at number 10, uh, now I'm not going to read the whole title because I don't have a copy of it right in front of me, but it's uh, Porch Lights by Bill Campana. So if porch lights have moths, then so on and so on and so on. So on. I'm looking actually to see if there's one on the table in front of me and I don't see it. So, um, but that was a 2020 release. So we released that in, uh, I believe March, totally going off memory here right now while I'm live on a show. Uh, released that in March. It had a very good year. We did a great live event with Bill. So if you get a chance to watch that, you can also see that on the YouTube on the tubes. Uh, Great event, a lot of fun. And then uh, the momentum for that book carried through right through to the end of the year. Um, I will say that not in the top 10, but certainly challenging this spot was another Bill book, which was Bill's first book with Brick Cave, which was said beauty to the blues and missed it by just a couple of, just by a couple of sales there. Um, So really a, a good year. And I think this, tells you a little bit about the power of poetry in 2020. Uh, I know we said this fairly early on, but poetry had a a very powerful year for us anyway in uh, 2020. We saw a lot of poetry books moving around 
which was great to see. So, um, you know, cause we think we've got a very strong lineup of poets that publish with us and they're releasing some of the best work I think that's being published right now in poetry. So if you get a chance, you can, you know, check out any of the books uh, at brickamedia.com. You can also go to Amazon. They're of course available on Amazon. They're available at your local bookstore. They will order it for you. Um, but uh, you know, if you're, if you're into poetry and you haven't checked out one of the Brickade poets yet, I definitely would do that. Number nine, um, the experiment known as Rosemarie Hernandez Williamson and very, uh, very timely book. This was also a 2020 book. This actually is a book that kicked off the year for us. We were super, super excited for this book. Cause this book is, this book is a great, great piece of work. And, um, you know, I wanted to get this book out into the event circuit because I really thought in the event circuit, we could really hit a home run with this book, show people the book, tell them the story of the book uh, and really connect them with Rosemary as a character and Louise as an author. And um, even though we were not able to do that in the event circuit, um, we were able to translate that into uh, digital and virtual events and, and those kinds of things. There's a great, uh, there's a great signing. Louise, Louise gets a lot of credit. She very early on when the pandemic had hit and things were very chaotic and there was a lot of just uncertainty going on for all of us, including her. She made herself available to do signings. She made herself available to do a really great panel with um, Sharon Skinner and just really did everything she could to kind of be there for the book uh, in every way that she could. So, um, Clearly that showed because the book came in as the number nine best-selling book of 2020 on our not scientific at all list that I have here for you. Uh, book number eight was also a 2020 book, uh, Corporate Boilerplate Vinegar by Patrick Hare. This book, oh, this book, this book was so long coming, um, not just because of the production of the book, but, you know, Patrick Hare has been a poetry poetry force for decades going back into 1998 1997 even um patrick Hare was prevalent he was present he was writing he was poignant um and and he produced a body of work over a you know, 10 12 year period that i think stands as well as any body of work does and so we were excited to get this book out and we did finally, we did finally get this book out here. This one, um, I'm trying to think when this one came out, this one came out April, I want to say April or May kind of mid year towards the middle of the year was when this book, uh, finally hit the shelves and, and it took off running again. Um, just like everybody else, Patrick took to, to digital media to, and virtual events to really kind of push this for us and, and really make sure that people knew that this book was there. If you love sarcasm, this, this is a poetry book for you. So, um, that was number eight on our 2020 top 10 brick cave sales books that I have sold. Number seven was Urban Contemporary History Month by Scott Woods. And, you know, you can, you can talk about um, the work that this is, but I just need to, I just need to say Scott Woods is writing for Medium now. So um, Scott Woods has won an Emmy. So, you know, I think that's it. I think that's all I need to say. That tells you exactly the kind of writer that he is and the 
the power that he brings to the pen and and just how fantastic um this particular piece of work is this this the story behind this book is fantastic because it was he wanted to just sort of let the book float out into the universe without any you know promotion without any um, noise behind it. He just kind of wanted it to to just kind of go out there and then see what happened. Like see if people started to notice that there was a new Scott Woods book. Um, and they did. And it was a lot of fun to watch that process unfold. And um, that book actually came out February. So it came out this month. Um, and I don't, uh, I'm not going to say what year because I don't know off the top of my head. I think I want to say 16, but it might've been 17. So I'm not going to commit to a year. You can't make me commit to a year, listeners. You can't do it. But it was February because I just I just scheduled some uh, recognition for the book's birthday uh, a couple weeks ago. So I know I know it was February eighteenth. Actually, I know the day. Just don't know the year. Uh, number six actually uh, is another Scott Woods books. We over here now. Um, that was the first book that he published with Brick Cave, and that was 2013. Um, the, I, you know, I could talk, I could literally spend the next hour just talking about how good Scott Woods is a writer. Just, I could just go on and on and on and on, but I'm going to tell you, go read the book. Just go find the book and read the book and order it from him, order it from us, order it off Amazon, go to your bookstore, have your bookstore order it for you. Um, because you just, you're not gonna, I, I could talk to you about it, but you really just need to go out and read it. That's really what needs to happen more than anything. So we over here now was the number six top selling book from Brickade Media in 2020. Number five, number five, Platinum Magic by Bruce Davis. And I think Platinum Magic was the beneficiary of, um, because Platinum Magic came out in 2018. And I think it was the beneficiary of the second book in that series, which is Gold Magic, that actually did come out in 2020 in March. Um, but I think everybody decided they wanted to go back and and catch the first book first before they they came up to plat to uh, gold. So Platinum Magic um, is is just amazing storytelling. If you love, it's almost noir kind of mystery kind of. You know, if you love those those old detective novels um, that just they just drip with that sort of classic feel to them. It's very much Bruce's style and very much why you would just adore these books. It's his writing style. It's what he does. Um, and between that and the, and the profit series, the profit log books, which are the sort of a science fictiony, I don't know, dark, a little bit darker firefly kind of series. Um, he's really done a fantastic job of weaving some great stories. Um, if you love police procedurals, you will love the magic law series. So you'll love platinum magic. Uh, and if you just love a good mystery, and you love fantasy there's so many things you can love and and just pick up this book and just go to town on it um so that was number five platinum magic bruce davis and that's the fifth best-selling book that we had from brick cave this year number four we're back to scott woods um for his third book that he released with brick cave media which was um prince and weird black boy gods I think that's right. I, you know, I probably should have pulled copies of these to put them here so I could read them. Um, 
which is not really the book that you would expect it to be. So you'd think, oh, he's just writing about Prince and he's writing about this, but he's not. He's writing about himself and his world as it relates to Prince. It's it's a collection of all the essays that he had written that are connected to Prince over the years. And it's just this great thread of stories and different just different things that kind of all connect and they have this element of Prince in them. And some of them are very direct. Some of them um, are just right at, you know, the musician and some of them are sort of parallel to the musician. So they might be something about Scott that was happening uh, and somehow Prince, you know, had influence because he had influence over everybody um, in regards to that. But it's, it's a, it's a, just such great storytelling. Um you know, and then of course there's the, the sort of trash talk, you know, Prince versus Michael Jackson and Prince versus Kanye that I won't go into detail on, but I'll have you go read the books for yourself to see which, uh, <laughs> see if you agree with his assessment on those. Um, but there's some really just touching storytelling in there. And I think this is one of the first, this is one of the first examples where you get to, to see Scott writing um, in longer form and really kind of sharing some of Scott with you. And I think that's, there's just a great book to have in your collection for a lot of reasons. Um, not to mention the fact that there's a ton of really interesting Prince trivia in there that I don't know that you're going to get from a lot of other places. So that was um, number four, which was uh, Prince and other weird black boy gods by Scott Woods. And uh, just so you know, if you're tuning in, I'm kind of recounting here at Brickade Media the top 10 books that we had that sold in 2020, and I'm down to the top three. And the top three basically are one series of books. And, you know, I, the only way to say it is just to say it. I don't think Brickcave would have survived to 2020 without, um, certainly without the first book in this series, but I think this series has has been the cornerstone of everything else that we've done uh, coming in at number three. And this is interesting because they run parallel, you know, they run three, two, one is the third book in the series, which is the exiles gift uh, from Sharon Skinner. And that kind of capstones this fantastic fantasy story that um, people just gravitate to. They just, it's great characters. It's great storytelling. It's great writing. And people just, they gravitate to the, they gravitate to Kira, they gravitate to the animals, they gravitate to disliking the villains. Um, just fantastic storytelling, strong, strong, strong writing all the way through. And I think, you know, if you read that series, you're going to see that there's a bar that can be had for good writing that you should always have in everything you read. So... Uh, so number three was The Exile's Gift, which was the third book in the series. That one actually just came out at the end of 2019. So that book actually is just over a year old. The second book, or number two, was the second book in the series, uh, Matriarch's Devise. That actually came out in 2015, uh, actually September 2015, and really was kind of that great sort of, hey, I got... I got some of the first book. I kind of want to find out what happens next. And so you jump in and you, you're just, you just run, right. You run with these characters. And so you get to know them a little bit deeper and it's just, again, it, it gives you a very soft place to connect with them and a very wonderful world to reside in while you're reading that book. 
Um, so that was number two. Number one, of course, is the first book in that series, The Heroes Legacy, which to date is just gangbusters. It's just gangbusters. I think it's almost at 180 reviews on Amazon now. It's four point, it was 4.6 stars or something like that. 4.6 out of 5 when I looked at it. Um, just just top-notch storytelling. I don't know how else to say it. it that's what it is. It's top-notch, top just top shelf. It's right up there with uh, your best booze. So pour yourself a nice, stiff, good drink of your best liqueur and settle in with this book and you are going to have yourself a great read. Just don't plan on sleeping because that was one of the common things that would happen was people would tell us I didn't go to bed because I couldn't stop reading that book. Hmm. <laughs> so that is our top 10 Bricky books for 2020 in terms of what, what we sold. So um, thank you again for everybody for doing that because uh, without your support in 2020, um, like many small businesses, we probably would not have made it. Um, but we did and we're here and we're here because now we can talk about the future. So we've got a lot. <laughs> uh, makes me actually kind of scared. We've got a lot on the plate to get out here in 2021. I was actually, I, every so often I send a, an email out to all the authors to kind of get their gauge on where they're at on their writing projects and kind of see, you know, where we need to put manuscripts and different orders and and if we need to shuffle an order based on a delay or if we need to put something ahead because it, it's moving along a little faster so i always try to make a list of all the manuscripts that are in our queue and update everybody on what their status is and so i made that list here last week and i sent it to everybody and i realized holy toledo we've got a ton of books that are right at the end of the <laughs> right at the end of the production queue getting ready to get you know launched and um i thought last year when we put out the five books that we put out that we were gonna have a i don't want to say have a break but we were gonna have the ability to pace a little bit better and it looks like we may if everything goes according to plan we're gonna end up with seven or eight in 2022 which for us because we're so small it's usually you know it's usually two or three of us is a lot of work to do so but these are great books. So let me, let me kind of clue you in a little bit on what's happening. So I'll start with, um, I'll start with the uh, new authors because we had hyped them in the middle of last year and we were excited to kind of get people interested in them and what they do. Um, that being Marcus Campbell and uh, Adam Marsh. And I am so happy to report that um, Adam's book, uh, Mariner's Wake, man, I am challenging myself today. Uh, Mariner's Wake is, is basically, in essence, it's through the editing process. So now we are putting the cover together for it. So that should happen here in the next probably month. Um, and I will disclaim everything I tell you right now because I am the world's worst publishing estimator. So um, do not put money on any of the dates I give you in regards to when a book is going to come out because I will be wrong. So if you're going to put money, put the money somewhere else. All right. Anyway, back to back to Adam. So um, we are basically through edits with Adam. We're waiting on, on to get started on the cover art. At that point, we'll do the the proofs. We'll do one more round of edits through the proofs just to make sure that everything edits okay and formats okay. And then we'll go ahead and start scheduling the release date for that. So that's going to happen fairly quickly, I think. Um, happening even quicker 
is going to be The Warden's Legacy, which is uh, the Jay Junta book that I had mentioned earlier in the podcast about when I was talking about the event that we want to schedule. Um, we're basically through at the end. We're at the end of proofs on that book. So we have a few changes to make to the proofs. And then once we go through and we do our final check to make sure that the changes that we've made don't create any other changes that we need to make, uh, then we are going to go ahead and schedule a date on that. So that could potentially happen in the next four or five days. You'll see a date on that. Um, I, I'm pretty confident with that. But again, uh, you know, I say that based on what the information that I have in this moment. And um, that information tends to be very fluid. So, but uh, we are right at the end of that. This is such a good book. This is such a great book. I'm so excited. I, I really want this book to get out and I want to push this book hard because I think this is going to be a, a defining book for Joe um, and a defining book uh, for Brickcave. I, you know, I'm, I was super happy about the success that War Gollum had when we released War Gollum in 2019. Um, I think we, I think everybody was, because I think, you know, we had War Gollum and we had um, Warden's Legacy at the same time as manuscripts. And we decided to move forward with War Gollum first because we wanted to make sure that we had Wardens in, a, in the best place it could be. And I think that was the good decision to make because I think people really um, gravitated to War Gollum in this year that it's been out. So if you get a chance to read that, really do. It's it's a lot of fun. It's got a, it's it's uncharacteristically salty, if you will, for a Brickade book. Um, so if you're sensitive to language, probably not, probably not your first choice. But um, but I think the language fits the narrative. So, um, definitely it's, it's called War Gollum. You can check it out. It's on Amazon. You can order it from us online and, uh, just a fantastic story, but back to Wardens. Wardens, um, totally in another vein from what we did with War Gollum. So I would, I would say that, uh, if you were a fan of the last incarnation, which was his, Joe's first book that he actually that's technically not true. It was the third book he published with us. But if you like the Ascension series, which was Last Incarnation, um, Miss Sepharon, and Out of the Dark, um, then Warden's Legacy is going to be a pleasant surprise for you because it's going to be that quality amped to 12. And I think this book is going to find a lot of good a lot of good fans and a lot of good readers because it's just that strong. So we're excited to, to get that done. So actually look for that. Um, and you know, anytime you want to look at any of this stuff, just join us on our BC book club forums or subscribe to our email list. And we'll make sure you stay up to date on what's happening. Cause it's really kind of fantastic. So the next book that I think is pretty close, uh, is poems in the key of a negative by Bill Campana. That's his latest poetry collection. Um, we're in proof stage with that. So Bill's been through his proof. He's got some changes he wants to make. So we're going to make those changes. Check that. Make sure all those changes don't create more changes. And then we're going to set a date for that. So that also will be super duper fast. If you've read, I mean, you know, if you've read any of Bill's poetry, this is, this is, I don't want to say it's more of the same because I do think that each book gets tighter over time. Like each book that he releases, gets a little bit tighter in terms of the quality. It gets a little bit stronger. It gets a little bit, um, this is that next evolution of Bill poetry. So if you, if you've read any of Bill and you want to continue to read Bill poems in the key of a negative is absolutely going to be on your list for this year. So that's three books. Like I've just listed three books that are probably going to happen in the next 90 days. Um, 
I have a secret. So for those of you that are steampunk fans, and for those of you that have read the Tavar Tinker Chronicles, so we there are two of them out now. They tend to be short stories. Um, and they tend to be, you know, very fast paced. Um, I co-authored them with Sharon Skidder. Uh, the third Tavara Tinker story, uh, is finished. Um, uh, we need to edit it, but, um, you know, that process should be fairly quick. And then we should have that out fairly quickly as well. I, I'm, I'm not exactly sure what the date is that that would be. That'll probably be May. I think traditionally those come out May and June of each year. So look for a new steampunk Tavara Tinker story from Rick Cave coming uh, May and June. The other new author that we added, Marcus Campbell. So his manuscript, my identity as a stereotypical side character. Um, that book also has just finished edits. So he's gotten all of his edits back, made those changes. They're working on layout on that book right now. So we're about to go into to proof of that book. So that timeline probably will be March, April when we see that book get released, at least based on what we know right now. Um, a little bit more of a complicated uh, situation with that book. That book is laid out differently. I'm not going to say any more than that because um, that'll ruin the fun for a lot of people. Uh, but that book, one of the things that Marcus wants to do is challenge conceptually how we approach a physical book. So he's uh, he's laid this book out differently. So I think, uh, I think people that enjoy the kind of mystery of that will enjoy that. Um, the writing is fantastic. So it's got poetry and short stories in it. I think it'll go over very well. Um, certainly if you are a fan of Sharon's poetry, if you're, if you're a fan of any of our poets, so Louise, Scott, Sharon, uh, Patrick, Bill, this is going to be right up your alley. I think we, I think our poetry tends to, while there's a lot of, a lot of ground that we cover. I think the, the intelligence and the thoughtfulness and the depth of the work that we put out is pretty consistent. And I think you're going to find that in Marcus's work as well. He's actually already started working on a fiction book because he didn't want to be outdone by anybody else. So um, we're going to see a lot from him, I think in the next few years. So uh, for those of you that are fans of the clute and have noticed that the Clute has not put out a new book on Brick Cave for a number of years. Um, you probably won't see another new book from the Clute this year. Uh, what you will see, though, is his Clutographer book, which we had originally released in 2017, and then we, we took it out because it needed to be edited. Uh, you will see that book come back this year. So we're going to actually take some time and restructure that book and get that book back in shape. So you should see that book happen fairly quickly in 2021 just because we kind of wanted to get that back out there. Now, I don't really have anything in the works from him. I don't have any new writing from him. So I don't have anything to update you on in terms of a new manuscript. So just kind of, you know, if you if you want a new manuscript from the Clute, visit theclute.com, ping him, say, hey, I want a new manuscript from you. Send Bob your send Bob your work. And let's get him, let's get him with a new book out in probably 2022, because I got a lot going on here in 2021. Um what else? I think we're going to have, um, we're actually going to do a lot of housekeeping in 2021. So we did a little bit of housekeeping in 2020. So we reformatted and we re-released the Haven, the stories of Haven volume one book. Uh, because originally when we created that paperback, we did it in the, the, um, 
the wrong size. We, it was the wrong size book. So we went through and we took the opportunity to clean it up and kind of get it into the size that we would normally do our fiction in. And we re-released that here at the end of 2020. Uh, and I think you're going to see some more of that happen. We, we also cleaned up the first future words book. So there were some, there were some little things that we noticed um, within the manuscript and, and so on that we cleaned up. We took the opportunity to clean them up, get them relaunched and, and make that a little bit better. Uh, we also transitioned, and I'm pretty sure everybody is done at this point. We it also transitioned away from glossy covers to matte covers um, because the matte covers were much more easy to see in bright lit situations because there was no reflection, obviously. So um, that we were able to take care of in 2020. I think in 2021, you're going to see a second future words book. Um, we do, you know, we were talking about this the other day as a, uh, um, just in a chat or I think a staff meeting, there's enough of our short stories floating around now that we need to pull them together and put them into a second future words book. So I think you'll see a a second future words collection. Um, It also looks like you're going to see a short story collection from Sharon separate from anything else that she's going to do. I don't know that 2021 is the year that that's going to happen, but I do know that, that she's working on that. Um, We do actually have a cover for it we we've got a one of our artists mark greenwald um did a fantastic cover for it so we have a cover (laughs) we just need we just need the story so i know that that's coming probably probably 2022 i would say at this point and the reason i say that is because um sharon has put the finishing touches on the book that she wants to release for 2021 which is another steampunk separate from tovar tinker totally different uh, totally different story. Uh, but she'd been working on that one for a couple of years and she finally got that one finished and now that's gone into editing. So depending on how long that takes to kind of go through the grinder of the editing process, uh, we may still see that coming. I'm, I'm going to guess that's probably later half of the year, September, October, November timeframe. So that's coming September, October, November. And then supposedly Bill Campana has another poetry book that he's working on. I know in the last podcast, he had said he was stuck in a little bit of a writer's block. So my guess is, is that he's going to take some time to break through that. Um, another project that we talked about doing, and, and I, I really kind of want to do this. So I'm going to kind of see if I can make this happen was he's got an incredible repertoire of slam poetry that he's done over the years, some really classic titles. And so we, we, danced around the idea of pulling those together as a separate book and releasing those. So I think where I'm going to, I think I'm going to kind of say, Hey, let's just do that. Let's get that done. So you may see a couple of bill books this year based on that. So um, look forward to that. Uh, Let's see what else. Nope. Can't tell you about that. Can't tell you about that. Nope. Can't tell you about that. Nope. Can't tell you about that. Um, There will be another callers and curses book, by the way. Um, not this year, of course, but it's coming. Uh, can't tell you about that. Uh, oh, Joe, we're going to. So I don't know if you're a big Joe fan. Jay Junta, if you're a big Jay Junta fan, you'll know that when we first started publishing his work, we published a fair number of short stories. So um, I think there were four or five of them that we published as uh, just the short story itself on Amazon and other digital platforms. 
And then uh, we went ahead and pulled them all off because we did want to go ahead and start pulling those together as a separate sort of uh, shorts of Joe kind of thing. Uh, so look for that. That will happen this year. I'm going to try and get that done pretty quick so we can make that available again. Um, and you're going to see a lot of that. So a lot of the stuff that we published in 2010, 2011, 2012, um, we're going to kind of go back through that and, and kind of see, you know, now that it's been 10 years, is this, do we need to revamp this? Do we need to adjust this, tweak this? And uh, so you'll see some, you'll see some, some everything old is new again right so look for that if you're if you're a fan of a particular author and you kind of want to dig deeper into their background um which reminds me for most of our authors for bruce shared certainly for scott you can actually catch a lot of their writing online so um bruce has like three or four sort of micro fiction pieces that he's put on his website. Joe's got an entire book he's put on his website. Um, I know Sharon's put some micro fiction on her website. Uh, Clute's always writing poetry and throwing it on his website. Um, trying to think of who else off the top of my head has micro fiction on their site. I'm not sure if Colette does or not, but she might. She might have some micro fiction on her site. Um, I know Louise is revamping her website, so I don't think there's anything on there just yet. Uh, and I know, well, I closed my website down cause I was tired of looking at it and being mocked for not doing updates. So I've turned mine off for now. I'll get it going again. So if you're just kind of interested in diving into the past a little bit and kind of catching up on some of the back reading on, on some of our authors, they do have a, a little bit of stuff online that you can catch up on. So, all right, I'm about 44 minutes into this podcast that I was kind of hoping was going to be 15. <laughs> so thank you uh, for taking the time to go through this entire 40, 44 minute journey with me. If you have any questions, certainly feel free to shoot them over podcast at uh, brickcavemedia.com. I will remind you too, if you are a writer and you want to be engaged in this, there's a couple of ways that, that our shows will allow you to be engaged. Uh, Bill and Patrick have an invitation. They've got, they call it the box segment. And that's a throwback to our poetry slam days when we used to have a poetry slam and we would have a box and everybody would throw their poetry in the box. And then as each poet came up, they had to read something. They would just pull blindly from the box and they'd have to read that. So if you want to throw something in the box for Bill and Patrick to read, um, go to uh, brickcavepodcast.com. That'll take you to the, to the podcast homepage. The guidelines are right there for you to submit that poem to be included in the box. So that's fun. And then uh, Bruce and Sharon do a segment called First Reads. And that's where if you've got like the first page of a novel that you want to run and you want to see how, how it goes, they will uh, read it during the show and talk about it and give you some feedback on air. Um, it's a great opportunity to kind of get some coaching and great opportunity too to listen in if you want some other people to hear, you know, to hear what they, what other people get coached for as well. So again, brickcapepodcast.com, scroll down to the, uh, Bruce and Sharon section and all the guidelines are there for you. Um, real quick, I will talk about, I will talk about the Fictioneers because the Fictioneers is our paying short story market. So you can make, I believe it's $50 by submitting a short story to us um, that gets published in the BC book club. In addition to the $50, you get a membership in the BC book club as part of that. And then 
Uh, if we get to the point where we get enough submissions and we actually publish a book, you'll get another uh, $50, I believe, or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, um, if you go to BrickCaveMedia.com, go to Get Published with BrickCave, you'll see a Fictioneers link. Click on that link, and then it'll tell you all the details about uh, the guidelines and then uh, rights and payments and all that fun stuff. But I know you can make a, a quick 50 bucks for not a big story. It's they're not uh, We're not looking for huge pieces of work. I uh, you know, but I think it's a great opportunity for you to, you know, throw some things in, get some ducats in your bowl, have a good time. So we're looking for science fiction and fantasy, I believe, on that. And then, um, you know, if you know somebody that loves Brickade books and you want to buy them some books, but you don't know which one to buy them, we have a, we have kind of a gift card I thing that we do on our website called Gardens. And you buy the gardens, the gardens in whatever amount you want, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 50 bucks, $1,000, whatever you want. We send you the code for the garden. And then when you, whoever wants to buy a book, they go in, they put the code in and it gives them that much credit and they go to town. So um, that is available on our website, brickkidmedia.com. And you can take advantage of that any, any time. So, all right. I killed you for two more minutes right there. So thank you so much for joining us here at the Brick Cave Podcast. Anytime you'd like to hear us, join us online at BrickCavePodcast.com. It includes all of the back issues. You can, of course, subscribe through your favorite podcast uh, service, whether it's iTunes, Spotify. I think, uh, what, I think SiriusXM does podcasts now. I think uh, my sister does podcasts now. So you can subscribe through my sister if you want. Um, yeah, just every, anywhere. Anywhere there's podcasts, just probably listed so you can just subscribe that way anyway um our bc book club supporters get additional benefits they get things like access to the fictioneer stories which are fantastic reads uh they get access to discounts they get access to more me so i actually have a blog that's only available to our bc book club members you can join for free just go to bcbookclub.com if you do want some extra extra um, there are a couple of extra extra tiers you can look at and decide if that's for you or not. Otherwise, you can feel free to join for free. Free gets you in the forums so you can post and ask questions of our authors and me and everybody else. And uh, that's it. That's that's pretty much where it's at. So I have violated every time of podcasting and going 48 minutes now. So I'm going to go ahead and say thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate your time. Thank you for your patience as I coughed my way through this podcast and I'll see everybody in February or probably next week if you listen to Bruce and Sharon's. Bye.